Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, doing everyone? Well, haven't we got a fun video? First things first, guys, just do not panic. Obviously, yeah, coming off the fallout of yesterday afternoon's TLT, there's uh, going to be a lot of changes that people are making in their teams and the like. Really, just look at a couple of guys that you think that are definitely going to be out. And there's also a lot from this team list that uh, you know, may not come to fruition. Yeah, considering, I think, three of the guys we're going to look at today uh, are not even in the top 30 at the moment. They're not even in the NRL Fantasy game, right? So that's something to note. They're coming to these trials. Second thing, guys, is that usually we see in the two preseason games there that the first week is usually all filtered for you know, New South Wales Cup, New South Wales, uh, Queensland Cup, all the reserves, right? And then the second one is usually a, a bit of a you know, audition, right, for the for the first team, and usually is very very close. And you know, I said that yesterday, and, and I feel like for the most part that was correct information. But secondly, there are a few things that just definitely won't be happening. And you look at like the Dolphins bench, for example, and and they've got two outside backs on there, Kurt Donahue, which is you know you can be a middle, a nine, half, a bit of everything, right, um, and then one forward on there. And Lemuel is not in there. Cody Nicarim is not in there. There's a lot of different things that are happening, right? And very, very unlikely that that's the the team coming into round one because they basically, yeah, they had one forward as a rotation guy. And what, the rest are going to do what? I'm not exactly sure. So things like that are something to note that, you know, we're not exactly sure what's going to happen with like the UNA can situation. We've got Kane Bradley who's come from the clouds. There's, there was some little bit of whispers on him, but uh, yeah, not not too much in, in that sense. So just be um, just be aware of all that stuff. And if we do happen to lose things, it's going to be in the edge position at the moment with like a you know edge middle with Curran. Obviously there you've got Blory potentially being out. Um, yeah, Pierre Cura is, is touch and go. It looks like he's going to, he's either going to go get on that plane to, to Vegas or he's going to be out um, for that round one. But there's obviously a few things to worry about, about his knee um, and, his, and his ability to to step off that and, and all the rest. But um, 
yeah, I think a 399K. Like if he's there in round one, I think we just select him anyway. But um, yeah, we're going to go through a bunch of players here, guys. But I just wanted to start with that because there's lots of different strategy, strategies that you can go for. Obviously going, potentially going cheap. If like if Jamin Salmon was to get the, the starting 13 position, he'd be an edge middle jewel which would be cool. Cam Bradley, if he was starting as well and, and Bloor wasn't, uh, you know, the, the Bellamy didn't think Bloor was ready yet, then, you know, Cam Bradley could be an option and he's going to get the edge position as well In uh, if he was in that starting team. So there's a couple of edges there that are cheap. You, that means you could spend up in other positions. You could, you know, with Bloor not being there, you could go for a Harry Grant very comfortably now and not have to worry about having sort of three or four in that first round four buy for him. You know, that's something to think about. You've got Cam Murray's, the Payne Haas's, the Scott Sorensen's now, somebody you can go up to in the edge. We love that, man. Um, that's for sure. But Sean Lane is obviously an option as well. So there's lots of different guys you can go up to. There's lots of guys you can go down to most likely. If these are the type of team lists, they're going to be named in that uh, in that first week for him. Obviously as well, guys, to, to not panic in there as well, it's around that you know, first team list that we get, the two two games that are going to be announced is that just try to lock in guys from those teams, put them in your starting 13. Um, and that's going to be very, very helpful going into the next team list when if a lot of things change and a lot of things are different from the team list from what you want them to be, then you can move things around very, very comfortably. And if you, you know, haven't probably overloaded in teams from that first four, which is my plan not to overload too much. And then you have basically the whole flexibility to change as much as you want to following the second lot of team lists on that Tuesday. And then you've got that couple of days to, to sort it all out, um, analyze it and change your team around, which is going to be very, very helpful, obviously there. So yeah, don't, don't stress too much guys. Everyone's in the same boat. As I said, um, you, you know, no one else, no one's played a match yet. So everyone gets to change their teams as much as you do. And, um, can be panicking as much as you do as well so yeah don't stress on that and let's just jump into a bunch of plays now who i haven't even been able to touch on since we've found out further news so obviously lucy leilua not named in this trial he's gone basically i don't know where he's going to go but that's going to affect another team it's not going to affect helam lukey so we obviously have a, a career average for him guys in in 44 minutes of a 34.5 so you're looking at that and going hmm that's that's pretty solid. It's a 0.79 PPM. If you extrapolate that out to 80 minutes, then we're clearly in the 50s, which is great. But price at 36, you know, that's lots of value, right? Almost up towards that 20 points of value. I definitely don't expect him to play the 80 minutes. So let's just go to over 40 minutes for him and just see where that comes out to. So a 57 minute average for 40 points gives him four points of value. So in that sense, you do need him to play well over 60 minutes to get the 10 points of value. You're looking at closer to the 65 minutes, right? Based on that PPM. Obviously, there's a chance for him to improve and stuff, but let's just go the bare basics that he is just going to get um, exactly what uh, you're looking at with the current PPM because that in does include some really bad games. Like he had a 13-point game in round 12 there after his 84, which is absolutely incredible that he went double try no missed tackles, six tackle breaks, 21 tackles, zero, you know, zero misses for 22 tackles into eight misses the next week. So you're going to have the ups and downs with Helam Luki. He has scored six tries in his career, seven tries in his career so far in the 20-odd games, just over 20, whatever that is there. And um, he obviously a damaging ball runner. For the time that he's on the park, like he, you know, a lot of the time he's not over 100 meters, which is uh, annoying. And, and tackle numbers are at 25 with a couple of misses per game. So you can see there he's not very regularly going into that eight mark, but that was a wild time of year 
for the Cowboys, for Reese Robson, for all these types of guys as well. So that's something to note there. If he does get over 50 minutes and he's up to a 42 in 60, again, that's six points of value, six and a half anyway, which is getting into better territory. But uh, he definitely doesn't come without risk, that's for sure. Under 500K is a win. Obviously, you're not playing near the 600 mark or something like that, where you could, you know, you got that little bit extra money to spend elsewhere. I'm not personally super excited about it because I don't think he plays 80 minutes, but you do see here, he has done it once in his career and he picked up a 60 with a try. He has a bunch of 70 minute games. Let's go to the over 60s now. And when he plays 69 minutes in that seven games that he's played there, he's at a 55.6 because the more time that he's on the park, the more chance he does have for those attacking stats. He obviously has that double and he has a couple of single tries as well. A 33 and 64 minutes is the low there. And, you know, 42 in, in 69 as well as the secondary. But every other game on top of that, the other five, he's gone over 50 and, uh, you know, gets his tackle breaks and, and has decent run meters with his lows being, um, you know, 54 and a 68. So plenty to talk about with, with Helam. Obviously gets a run all the way through to round 16, which is pretty cool as well. Their run to start the year isn't anything of craziness. They, you know, split round four and round eight with with the Broncos and the Panthers. So, yeah, look at look at Helam. I'm not 100% in on him, but he uh, is definitely an option. Um, if we don't, like if we happen to hear like Piakura is out till like round three or four and there's a lot going on, then he's definitely someone that most people will, will look to, to slot in their sides. But I think you'll you potentially you know, get some good scoring out of him. It'll be volatile. Could be some low, could be some high. Um, but he could get some good scores out of cheaper guys as well. So that's something to note with Helam there. You and Aiken guys are 549. So if he does get this edge spot and Lemuel is nowhere to be seen, he's out of favor. He's you know he's not looking good after his knee injury, even though on the weekend he, he came back. Like all I was looking for on the weekend with Lem was that he looked solid coming back from his knee and didn't care what happened on the park. And, and you know, he made good runs. He got tackle breaks. He got a try as well. So that was all gravy on top. So I'm not sure if, if Aiken's going to actually get the position, but if he does, right, then we know we know what he can score at center. So he scored, he averaged 40 at center last year for the most part, uh, played a couple of games at the end of second row where he did really well and got um, yeah, one game, I should say, where he got 66. And it was one off the interchange. He came on and played edge as well, I believe, that 43 in the 61 minutes. So we, um, we change this to second row, guys, and you've got all games except for a 13-minute game. So we'll get that out of the way. And he's, uh, he's averaging a 51.7 in his games in the last three years at edge. So if he makes this team, he's a must-have, you know, to have 10 points of value in the center position and potential to get a 50 score out of him. Everyone will own him. And he's only 2.4% owned right now. So we'll see what happens come TLC. But I suppose at this price, guys, you've got a few options. You can go up a little bit to, to Penasini. You've got Aiken in there. You've got guys like um, you know, Hammer, obviously, at a similar price. So you've got Simonson. Jesse Ramian, there's a lot of different guys around this price. So if he doesn't happen to get named in that in those team lists, you can pivot really easily. So if you go him and a bench Boyevich, that could be you know, really, really simple for you to to move around. But um, if he gets that spot, and I suppose the worry there is Lem on the bench. So there's plenty to sort of think about with Aiken. But yeah, that's um, if he's got the spot by himself, then happy days. Go to Cam Bradley now, guys. And he's still not in the game. As I said, he's at 3,347 price, which is beautiful. Um, does have a tough draw to start. So you, you're obviously relying on him to be able to get def- a fair few defensive stats. And, and you're looking at the games that he's played. He's actually played a couple on the wing for the Cows. Wow, I actually remember that now. That's wild. Um, and then he's moved over to the Storm 
and uh, yeah, got 18 in 22 minutes at the back end of last year, around 16. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. So 36 meters run, seven tackles there off the interchange, and then played 10 minutes for nine points. So um, had a turnover tackle. He needs one tackle in that game and, uh, and 48 meters gained. So... Not a lot to go off, obviously, with Kane. Um, he's obviously impressed at the at the Storm um, in the Q Cup. So that's good news. Are they just playing him as a starter to see how he can look with the starters, potentially for looking for like a bench spot in round one? They've clearly moved Liero to 13. So I don't know if Kane Bradley is a long-term edge solution or if, you know, Bloor is just coming back from injury or anything like that, or they just need him to acclimatize more to... The Storm system, he's just going to come off the bench. So let's look at Bloor in the trial. He's obviously going to play, given he's named at like 20. Um, so we'll look at Bradley, look at Bloor. Um, really, all that matters here is that he's impressed, uh, Bellamy. And if he gets his spot in round one and Bloor's nowhere nowhere in the 17, then I think that, um, yeah, obviously he's kind of hanging. It looks like if he's named in 20, that means he's like fit enough to be able to name in this trial. If he plays in this trial and is nowhere near the 17 blow, then Bradley will just be in all our sides. And let's have a look at him in the trial and, and gauge him off that um, in that first 40 minutes and the, the time that he gets on the park, which will be helpful for us. Let's go Jamin Salmon, guys. And, and he's a very, very interesting one to look at because you look at that PPM of 0.48 and that doesn't excite many people. He has an average of 20 in 40.6 minutes. So he's played a, a host of games everywhere. Obviously, most at 5 8 um, when he gets a bit of a crack, 30 in 80 minutes. And, and defensively is what you want to look at here because he looked very good defensively on the weekend. 20 tackles for 3.4 misses on an edge. So that's something to note, obviously, when he played off the interchange. Those tackle numbers do improve. He had 11 tackles for 0.9 misses, and that was playing a mixture of a bit of everywhere, to be honest with you there, 15.6 in 26 minutes. And the big thing with Salmon, guys, is he's never really been fantasy relevant, clearly, in this one. But the way he worked on the weekend, he's obviously looking to, he's training as a 13, and that's going to be helpful, whereas before he was kind of training a little bit everywhere, a little bit of edge, he'd come on and play some some bench um, minutes on, on an edge, right? when you had Sorensen and Liam Martin not playing their full 80. So he would come on and do that. And that's where the tackle numbers are down a little bit, but good to see that for the most part, a lot of these games are edge games off the bench that he was able to have under one missed tackle a game in his whole career, right? Which is really cool. He had one bad game in round 11 last year with six missed tackles, but outside of that, the highest was three and it's mainly zero, one and two. So, we're looking more to what he played like last week. And if he can do that again and replicate it, I think that's kind of the new Jamin Salmon. He, he passed really well. I just think it, it is wild that 
that Curran is not in this starting side uh, you know, based on, on how it looks, obviously. And the um, the sort of lack of top tier quality, which we know what Curran can do. So we will um, just jump into Curran now. But if Salmon's there in round one in, in the 13 role, you're going to have him in your side at 289. Um, you've got Farmer Silly, which we'll talk about in a sec. But let's go to Josh Curran now. So I've just changed this, these numbers, guys, to over 40 minutes, under 60 minutes. Because I think off the bench, we're likely to see him in about a 50 mark. And that gives you a chance to for him to average 39.4, which is you know, three and a bit above his current break-even. So it wouldn't be an absolute, the worst thing ever if he still were to hold him and, and kind of like hope and assume that he gets a starting point at a spot at some point and uh, sort of play some more minutes at that. Obviously, that's got a couple of second row uh, games on there, which I suppose we can take out as well if we want to. We can go by interchange and that's a 40.5. We can go by the lock game and that was a 46. So in the 48 minutes, that one. So really, it's more that's so it's interchange middles and, and he would come on the edge in some of these as well just remember that guys um yeah, if there was an injury or something like that he'd come on and play some decent minutes on the edge but obviously a lot of it was through the middle as well uh so yeah if you're looking at him guys at a minimum at 50 minutes it's sort of three or four points of value which would still be you know, not a train wreck um with chances of him going to um the starting side at some point we also you know it is a trial guys and you know potentially they're just trying to see how salmon looks in that starting side as a beginning 13 he could play that 13 role for 20 minutes current comes on there current could mix a little bit between the edge there's a lot of things he can do and i still think he'll play decent minutes but the scary side of a bench is that it's like it's not not likely to be more than 60 um, and more of a chance to be around the 50 mark for current so that's something to think about in your sides uh, Farmacilli, he's not in the game either. So 4642 is where he's priced at. The beautiful break even at 958. So he has a career PBM of 0.83, which isn't super ideal. He looked better the other day, but the big thing with him, guys, is obviously the minutes. So 23.6 is what he's averaged there. And he's only had a few starting prop games. So in 2021, he had a few there. He had 24 minutes, uh, 32 and a 48 minutes for 28 and 37 was okay. 39 minutes for 28, again, fairly low. 25 minutes for 21 so and, and 35 for 25. So he can never get above that one PPM when he starts. It's really the, the interchange games where he can get pretty close to that PPM. And uh, you see here 20 and 17, that type of thing in there, 13 of 12, 14 of 11. So that's where his PPM is better, 36 and 32, um, than it is on the um, in the starting side. So 50 minutes off the interchange for uh, in 2020. So that's a while ago as well. And uh, hasn't really played much NRL since 2021, where he played a good chunk. So he played the the four last year, which was um, helpful, and you know, average around the well, just over 20 in those games there. And in, in about what's that? Let's just change that now. Make it so we're not guessing. 20 odd minutes, 29 minutes for 22 points. So even if you expect 29 minutes here, 22 points is not going to be enough. He'll be priced at that as well, guys. The 22, so bit of a bump on that, which won't be helpful. Let's get happy chorus now, guys. 608K, price of 44. So coming off a couple of strange seasons for him because 2022, he was a 50 average. 2021, again, this is all with the 48, was with the um, with the Panthers. So 2023 is what you want to look at. And we do want to really hone in on that last bunch of games. Obviously, they played a little bit better in some of them. They won that awesome game where he kicked the goal. Um, the Roosters won. They got beat 32-80, still scored well playing hooker at that one and then got pumped in that last game and he still got 60 and did great things so that's something to to sort of help you out and your thoughts there on that one 
in our first game, that was 32-18 against the Bunnies, and, and he got involved in everything. A couple of tries in that back end of the year when he was kicking goals. Obviously, the goals helped there, two, three, or four in those games. Picked up three try assists in that. Tackled fairly well, uh, except for that last game, but he was at halfback in, in that game there. He kicked the ball plenty in those last things. So, yeah, we did see him kick out a dummy half the other day. You probably expect more around the 50 to 60 to 100 mark rather than, than up here in the in these halfback numbers. That's for sure. For him to still have good tackle numbers on the in the halfback position was is pretty incredible, obviously there. Um, so there's definitely an uptick. I think you can get him closer to a 50 mark, but um, with a buy in round one, 44 uh, is his yeah where he's priced at. There's still a lot of question marks around the Tigers and if they you know can be can be good. Is he going to be playing 80 minutes? Are we looking at uh, to, to, not to Silver um, Galvin on the bench? My only thought with that, guys, is that maybe like Sullivan moves into a little bit of nine and, you know, Coruscant comes off for a little bit there, potentially, uh, in that one. And Galvin comes on in the halves, potentially a thought. But, um, yeah, just general thoughts on Appy, guys. Um, little, definitely enough worries to, to leave him out, for sure, and go for like a Robson or, or go for Grant or something like that is, is easy to do. And then Jacob Arlick, guys, is the finisher in this one. Again, just don't panic. Um, yeah, if you are interested in the one-to-one help, come team lists and, and after trials and all this kind of stuff the, the private group guys are going to be getting all that one-to-one help especially when you know things like this you know shit it's a fan that's for sure then uh, i can be there to, to assist and obviously you've got got these videos here but i won't be able to help you with your individual teams unfortunately so that's where the the big thing is and obviously all the competitions that we have available in there so big thanks to you guys for watching all these it's been a cracking february that's for sure but with Jacob there, 60 off the bench there in 60 minutes and worked really hard, 124 meters, 34 tackles. Uh, had some lower minute games here for lower points as well. So we can't look at him Ooh. Sorry, as um, as a guy that you can completely rely on. He also, he also has the buy in round two. If he is starting in round one for David Fafita, he gets probably a couple of good games. Maybe the Dragons game and the, and the Dogs game. Physio reckons that he might end up closer back to round three four at worst so that's only a couple of games and I just don't think that Alec um, considering he had some good scores last year he did average 23.8 that's likely where he's going to be um, priced at so when he gets put in the game again not in the top 30 has been named to start so they'll probably upgrade him and uh, that'll be it but yeah anyway I'll, we'll leave this video there guys thanks heaps for, for jumping on we do have a lot of videos coming out we, we've uh, you know it's funny we made made like four with Scoop the other day the last three teams and we did a little team reveal as well so we'll see how much of the um of his team is likely to change but um yeah we'll probably still pop it out and have a bit of a laugh about how um how much that changes that's for sure over this time but um yeah we got those all those videos coming out probably two a day until team list or close to it guys so thanks for being here thanks for watching it's it's getting full on at this time but i know you guys oh, thank you and i appreciate you guys loving the content and uh we'll keep it coming that's for sure and we'll uh we'll load up over the season as well see you guys hey it's danny pellegrino from everything iconic ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget check out quince they've got all the good stuff shirts and polos activewear and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 